0: First off, I want to say thank you so much for coming out today. Um, As a lot of you in the room know, I have a podcast. It's called The Bride Tender, but this is the first time I'm doing it in front of an audience. Um, So so thank you all for being here. Um, I'm not going to lie. I was like freaking out leading up to this day, but like we're sitting here now. So like we're fine. We had a drink. We have a second one. Like we're all good now. (laughs) So. Um, I want to introduce to everybody Rolando Roblero. Uh, Rolando and I actually like go back a couple years just being in the wedding industry together. And he is a men's stylist here with Alton Lane. And we're kind of going to we're going to give the groom some love today. You know, normally, you know, we tend to the brides, like we tend to the bar on this podcast, but on today's episode, we're, we're going to tend to the grooms. We're going to give them a little love. They really don't get a lot of love from me, but we're going to change that up today. <laughs> so Rolando, first, I want to say one, thank you for hosting me in, in your house here and everybody here. And, um thank you so much for coming and deciding to do this with me. You really pushed me to kind of do this. I don't know if you realize that, you know, I I was kind of like, oh, I want to do this. And you were like, let's just do it. And I was, I was freaking out like I normally do. And you were like, why are you freaking out? Like everything is fine. So here we are. And I so appreciate you for getting me to step out of my comfort zone.
1: Well, you know, (laughs) so, uh, my wife recently did uh, her family tree. And mm-hmm. when trying to find who was who, the record was the only breadcrumb. And to me, you recording this podcast is a breadcrumb. It's a, a mark, you know? So, like, talking about it is fun at, at a bar, you know, but uh, uh, the legacy is built on what this work here today. So yep. you, you put... A, most if not all of this together oh, so it's, well, it's really in your court
0: well i couldn't do this without your support behind me so i appreciate that and with the support of all of you guys in the room Definitely. so i very thank much you appreciate you. Thank, you thank you you know this is just the beginning because we're like going to take this tour on the road but like you know until we get there we have to have like a starting point so yeah. um so i want to discuss with you because we talk a lot amongst ourselves about Trends about fashion, yeah. about what we see in the industry, about what we hate. You know, from being quite Hates. honest, yeah, yeah. dislike you know, strongly. Dislike strongly. You know, yeah. what's what's ugly. You know, <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> if we're just like being, you know, yeah, yeah. outward. And you know, even when I got dressed today, I was just like, oh, like it needs to be like the, it needs to be the right outfit. You know, like Rolando is a stylist. I can't be like showing up just looking mediocre. I, I appreciate can't.
1: that. We all do. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I was just like, you know what? I pulled out this vintage, this vintage dress. It's thirty-five years old. I know I told everybody that today. But <laughs> but it's thirty-five years old. But you can see that even in today's time so classic and I feel like for me, my big thing is like I'm a big fan of like classic, like mm-hmm. I feel like things that will never go out of style. So I kind of want to see your opinion, especially in men's fashion about what's in, what's not, you know, what's classic, what's considered trendy and kind of get your, your view on that.
1: Well, you got two groups of people. You got the people who only wear classic.
0: Mm-hmm. And they're
1: not fun. They're boring. They look like your dad. They look like bankers. And they're boring. <laughs> and you pay, type Pinterest and they're all the same guy. Just swap the face. AI can do that. Right? <laughs> so, but then you get the guys who uh, st- stay too far from classic to where they date themselves. Now you're 70s. Look at your ridiculous 70s pants. You know? You're you're marked now. And so you have to find like, um, you know, a, a great a, a, a guy, Richard uh, DeFleury. He's a, uh, he, he handles the uh, assets of professional athletes, right? He taught me a valuable lesson. He said that there's a big difference between how you are perceived and how you want to be perceived. And oftentimes don't that. interject, mm-hmm. they, they don't match. So sometimes you have to put one at the back seat and it depends who your audience is. If you're going to a place where, you know, you um, want to impress somebody generally, don't try. Don't wear the yellow jacket, wear the, the stuff that you just mentioned, yeah. the, the classics, you know, wear mm-hmm. those because
0: you can't go wrong with black you won't offend as we know
1: you won't offend Mm -hmm. that's the biggest point yeah you can't go wrong with black because it's not offensive right because it's you're just now a human in clothes you're not this guy who who does he think he is wearing a red sparkly jacket you get what i'm saying you don't (laughs) want to be that guy you want to you want to blend although i
0: i have to say i kind of like love that guy at a party
1: Well, there's a a place, yeah, there's a time and a place, there's a time and a place. I'm
0: like, I love your jacket, you know, like I got to talk to whoever that is. Now the
1: problem with that though comes in, you might like it, but his rival will not because you have, he has your attention. So it creates a power Mm -hmm. dynamic in the primate in the suit. And you don't want that when you're trying to appeal to a a great many people.
0: That's true. That's hence the classics. So... What would you suggest for like a groom who should be like the the star of the show?
1: It depends. In theory,
0: other than the bride, you know. If
1: the if the bride if the fiance if the bride is wearing white, it's classic, because white is classic. You get what I'm saying?
0: Ah, yeah. In the
1: sense that maybe white's modern in that old school before they can dye fabric, pure white. It was only ivory because the mosquito blood or however they dyed it back that in I the think. day. You know. I, well, I mean, yeah, color came from uh, mosquitoes that landed on trees. And it, anyway, they we're, oh, we were wow. trying to figure out malaria, and that's how that we find he's out. He's teaching
0: me new things every day. <laughs> that's the thing about Rolando. You just never know uh, what that's he's going to tell a, you. That's a rabbit hole. <laughs> um,
1: but, you know, like that aside, people consider white to be, first of all, if you're getting married and you're like, you know, traditional about it, you go to white instantly. That's what drives yes. White. Yes. Ivory. That's, the, that's her second marriage. You know what I mean? Like that's the kind of (laughs) attitude, but so for the guy, for the, for the groom, you know, if they weren't white go classic as a default.
0: I hear that. Yeah. That makes sense. Usually if it's
1: not white, it it, it's ivory and it might skew bohemian. And then it depends where you are. It's a lot of factors. And that's why you have a stylist to go through the process with you
0: to help you through that. Because we talk a lot about how you have ballroom weddings, you have hotel weddings, you have beach weddings, which are all very different looks. Yeah, I mean we've gone through different climates. Different climates, you know. We, uh, you and I, amongst ourselves, have always talked about like. For me, I am like not a fan of like the ankles with no socks. Like I'm just, Mm. I'm just not into it. I'm just Mm. not. But it works for like a beach or an outside kind of wedding. It works.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: look. I guess it works for other people for like a lot of things. It just it doesn't really work for me.
1: It depends where you are, obviously. Like, for example, if you go in the jungle and all the people in the jungle, <laughs> they're not, they're, they're showing their ankles. They're showing much more than that. <laughs> they're showing a lot more. <laughs> so it depends where you are. If you're going to a formal banquet dinner, cover your body. Like, what is wrong with you? You know, you you're gonna be, get your disgusting you all, hair You all came here not
0: knowing you would hear about the jungle. Like, you were just like, you didn't think that that word was even gonna come out
1: so you know it's it's focus on where you're going and then it's like Mm -hmm. not where you're going like philosophically in life but like (laughs) the place where you're going to the 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 actual location indoors outdoors hot cold you know if it's cold you're are you wearing um baby blue
0: yeah it Eh, doesn't
1: probably not Mm -hmm. probably not you could but if are you gonna blend in with the sky you know, like there's a lot of weird kind so you're of- You're gonna be
0: of, the star of the show at it, that wedding.
1: Which, and there's <laughs> another question. There's another, not question, but there's another uh, facet of, of the bride and the groom relationship is who's the star? It's always mm. often bride, default, bride. That might be relic from some kind of weird sexist, you know, the wedding is only uh, for the brides. Guys, why do guys care? You know, guys don't need to care. You're marrying me. I'm the prize. You're just the thing that comes with the family that of the land I'm trying to conquer, you know what I'm saying? The weird ancient world that we that we're still part of.
0: I mean, I think that the groom is the star too. They should look nice, and you and I have had conversations just about like prepping in enough time mm. to mm. I know I know it's a trigger point, it's a For trigger me, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I want you to touch on that because I feel like you know. Not just in today's times, but really all times, I think a lot of wedding planning really gears toward the bride and her look and what she wants for the wedding and how it how everything should be laid out the flowers the bands, everything. But the groom has a look of his own, and that takes preparation as well and planning and maybe you know looking into you know how you said Pinterest or just kind of getting a feel of. How do you want to look on your day? Mm-hmm. And maybe not leaving it to the 12th hour before the wedding. Yeah. I mean,
1: well, <laughs> if, if I, you know, if a bride's, if your bridal dress takes a year to sew and put on your body, then you have no choice but to plan ahead, you know? Right. But if there are companies out there, first of all, I mean, if you're buying a, an off-the-rack suit and, you know, oh, God. Like three days in advance, there's a pro, there's an internal argument that I have with myself about that. In that that you better not be able to afford the expensive stuff. That's the only reason why you go down that road, to off the rack stuff. That's the only reason why you yeah. go down that road. If you want to invest your money elsewhere, then you're kind of in the middle. You can go either way. But if you are matching the care that the bride often puts into the day
0: you need more get than that a, three days a, in advance get a suit
1: get a get a get a custom garment get a garment it's not custom for, okay look the, the whole concept of a custom garment is new it used to be just clothes <laughs> before <laughs> factories it was just clothes who made your clothes that guy you see <laughs> what i'm saying this whole custom world. Ooh, I'm getting a custom suit. It's only because the factory machinery made these, pumped out these clothes for you.
0: And now it's
1: there's a the whole custom industry that came out of that. Right. Before that, it's just it's clothes made by some Italian guy with a beard with marinara <laughs> on his chest. You know. So um, if the bridal industry, now I don't know. You you may know, but like. If the bride, why does it take a year? Why does it take six months to
0: get a dress? It's a so long. Why does it long? take so long? And, well, more than six months. I mean, if you need it in six months, you're paying a rush fee. Exactly. And I would know. Why? <laughs> because I paid that rush fee.
1: Whatever so. reason why the guy should not have his feet up the whole time. It's disrespectful. Um, it's, um, it's like you can't just show up to the party and drink the wine. You know what I mean? You gotta like yeah. participate in the production of the party. Otherwise, you're, you're a fad. And you shouldn't mm-hmm. be a fad at your own party. You should be a part of it.
0: Yeah, no, I hear you on that. I also feel like, I mean, when I got married, I like married the groom of all time. He was like very involved. He knows who he is. He might be here. Um, (laughs) But uh, he was, like, very involved in a lot of the planning. And I feel like you and I actually, like, got married so close to each other. We didn't marry each other, just, like, for the record, in case that was confusing. But we both got married during pandemic times when things were not as available or as, you know, ready to go or just a lot of... a, a options of limited. Yes. A lot of, like, craziness in the world. So I have to ask you, because you were a groom not that long ago, you know. Two years. Yeah. So, like, what did that look like for you when picking out your garments for the day?
1: You know, like what I was saying earlier about uh, somehow blending classic and, I don't know, contemporary together. Contemporary. I have funky jackets, man. I have red ridiculous <laughs>
0: cotton did you wear that all for the wedding? Of, day? no that but my been, point is my point cool. is i got a lot of classics
1: <laughs> and i got a lot of funk and to find a balance between those always make that decision on the shoes for men at least make the decision on the shoes because the garment from neck to ankle classic shoes can be funky first of all they're down there they're with the animals who cares right <laughs> but if somebody looks at them you know, no flip-flops, but somewhere in between flip-flop and, you know, formal Oxford, you know, somewhere in between there is fine. Um, you know, uh, if you want to funk up an outfit, do it with the shoes. So I did boots with a double-breasted tuxedo and I did a double-breasted tuxedo because it's a little bit classic. It's a black tux, you know, classic looking, but the double-breast added an element of like, uh, an, uh, kind of an armor finish. Like it made myself look broader than i I won't tell you my weight. <laughs> but That's okay. Uh, I, mean, I would
0: never ask that question. It helped out. <laughs> Let's just say it,
1: it was, I'm glad to have. You don't
0: it. you don't have yeah. to worry the beautiful part of me. I would never <sighs> ask anyone that question. Yeah. Just like I hope no one ever asks me. On so my, we're, good. My, we're good. On
1: my bad days I wear my double-breasted suits cuz it, you know, gives me, giving me that punch. Days. Yeah, in my days I want a little a uh, little punch in my life, you know. I give the uh, <laughs> When I walk around in a double-breasted suit, you know, people either bump into me or get out of the way. I like the people that bump into me. I hug them, you know? I, <laughs> I was going
0: to say, I love the people that get out of my way. So <laughs> <laughs> That's fine, too. That's
1: fine, too. That's fine, too. Uh, but, yeah, I wore boots, um, double monk strap boots from Crockett & Jones, the same boots that uh, Daniel Craig wore in Spectre. He wore it with a black suit to the, the opening scene. It was like a funeral scene. Uh, but they're, like, basically the most utilitarian formal shoe you can buy. Okay. Formal shoes generally aren't utilitarian. And utility shoes are generally not formal looking. They're built for war. So to find a balance, you make it easy to put on and can survive the elements. And those boots are double monk strap. I could pop the buckles and get them off my feet quickly. Um, but the, and they're wax leather, so they survive water.
0: Well, That's, that's so, good on but a, to wear on a that rainy with, wedding day.
1: It was, it was great. We were so worried it was gonna rain. We got married <laughs> in, um, in Montenegro and we were so nervous. It was gonna rain. The whole, it was like that one day, it was 20%. Every other day it was a, a hundred with like a little squiggly, squiggly lightning bolt. And we were terrified.
0: <laughs> and it uh,
1: turned out it was perfect. It's perfect.
0: Rain can make, um, you know, good luck on your wedding day. So,
1: what, the rain thing? That's yeah. a big part. When styling guys... That's, make,
0: what you ha- that's what you have to tell people when you work in the wedding industry, you know? Well, good luck. Well, you know, yeah, we can't have them thinking that the rain is bad. We need to like pump up about the rain. Like, oh, it's fine. It's good luck.
1: You know, all this preparation goes into this day. It's Who true. cares what the weather, weather is? Mm-hmm. The weather, it's, there's rain, there's storm, it's cold. You look good and you you're around people you haven't seen in years. Mm-hmm. And you have tons of great food. And you're, it's, you're doing this union that is, is weird. I love it, but it's, it's bizarre um with this person that you just sleep with every day who knows you more than anybody else it's insane so it's like fuck the rain dude just let it rain let it rain but it's like oh no the microphones the blah 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 but you're just ruining your day
0: you know it's so funny um i got married in the winter and people were like aren't you afraid of the snow and I was like, no, because I had two feet of snow on my bat mitzvah day. Like lightning doesn't strike twice, you know, so we're good. But secretly, like I kind of wanted it to snow a little bit and then it didn't. And I was like, am I going to complain it didn't snow? Because like that snow? would be crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, just like it would look so nice in the ballroom with the windows, you know, like I was like, oh, a little bit of snow. But it didn't snow. But I didn't want to complain that it didn't snow, because that would have been crazy,
1: you know. So that's something else about like you know the big day. So I, I, you know, I forget who told me this. It was a wedding planner, I think. So she said that. Oh no, photographer Jackie, our photographer, uh, Jackie Burkopek. Uh, I love saying <laughs> her last name, Berkopeak. Um, So she uh, she said, uh, spend more time with your the person you're marrying than you think, because what happens is you linger around this person you haven't seen for years because you think they're there to see you. They're not there to see you. They're there to see everybody else. Who, or they, oh, I can't wait till they get married. I haven't seen so-and-so in years. I know they're gonna yeah. be there. So stop, it's not, it's just you guys. Bride, groom, the rest of them. The rest <laughs> of them, party, hang out, have a great party, have a great time. But if you focus too much on them as the bride and the groom, you'll miss each other. And that was the, yeah. val- that was the lesson that, that she taught me, um, which is crucial.
0: Yeah. Well, a lot of people will say that on your wedding day, like take a minute, like take a step back with your partner and just like look around the room and see everybody that like came out for you and just like soak it all in for a minute. I mean, I can truly tell you now, like being married almost a year and a half, like as every month passes by, like when the sixth of the month comes, I'm still like, oh, my God, can you believe that we're married this long? Like I I wonder if that will ever go away. I hope it doesn't, though. Because yeah. every, every month on that sixth of the month, I'm like, wow, we're married this many months.
1: You know what I think? I don't, I'm not sure. I mean, I've been married, I might be married a little longer than you. Yeah. You know, just not by much, but a bit. Uh,
0: I'll take I, your advice, though. I'll and I think, advice.
1: yeah, every month counts. <laughs> uh, I think that, you know, the, 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 the calendar changes and you guys are s- still married. So, sure, 30 years, 40 years, death. Blah blah blah. That's all fantastic, and it's worth value. Mm-hmm. But I think what, from what I've experienced, and my wife and I, Kelsey, um, is, is, uh, we've spoken about a lot, is like the what changed in us when we got married. Not in the marriage, but how did we change individually? And the per the thing that I noticed that changed the most is I, um, and we both agree on this. It's like almost like. It's okay if you make mistakes because there's always someone there who will uh, tell you it's okay.
0: I, that's so true. And that's, that's so smart because I feel like, you know, for myself, when I was single, like before being married, I had to make all the decisions and everything on my own. And it felt like, it felt like so, so hard. And it's still hard, but now I have somebody who's like, Yeah, but, like, it's fine. It's fine. Just do it. Just whatever. And it takes away a little bit of the edge. It's like knowing somebody is in your corner.
1: And an adult.
0: And (laughs) an adult. Yeah, that's I mean, you you could
1: have a baby in your corner.
0: I don't know. I'm 31. And sometimes, though, like, making the decision still seems scary. And 31's like, kind of an adult. Yeah. I would think.
1: Something we spoke about. (laughs) I'm not
0: sure. Something we spoke about quite a
1: bit is um, how your spouse is kind of like your second mind. So say if you get Alzheimer's, they'll remember what you forgot.
0: I don't know. I met my husband. You're <laughs> <that>. kind of, <laughs> All
1: right, well, I'll, hopefully, rem- yeah. I'll remember right for, death. I'll remember for him, him
0: for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. But ultimately <laughs> the
1: goal is, you know, the person's like, have you ever like, even if you're not married, if you're just with a partner or somebody of long life uh, a friend you've known for a long time or whatever, it's like fuck, fuck, what is that again? It's that they're like they give that that thought that you know is in there. Sam Harris is a neurologist. He studies the brain from a physical point, not the mind. The brain, and the mind. Don't get me started. Um, That's another. Podcast. So yeah. So so um, your your thoughts never go away. They're in there. It's just the the bridges are so vast to find that place that that place to spark that electricity to trigger that thought is difficult. The the length of time from the event, the um, importance of the event we can all remember 9/11 because it was an incredible importance right so mm-hmm. that thought is easy to trigger, but other thoughts may not be so those are those are kind of um, benchmarks of life there are like there are levels you know marriage, kids of uh, crazy events that happen in the world blah 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 right yeah but your partner is um, remembers a lot of stuff you You either forgot happened, or you purposefully didn't force yourself to remember because you knew you had that backup. And it's so valuable. It's—I almost said it's like a dog. It's like it's—you know—it's a partner. It's a partner. It's so—it's a thing that is like just—is your your life. It's your other life. It's your other person. Now. That's when you get into, I think the word is polygamy, where it gets kind of tricky. Where you start adding a third person. That's why marriages usually aren't three people, is because then you get into tribal politics. I think marriage
0: weird. with two people is truly enough. You know? <laughs> it usually, yeah, usually. Depends I where you are
1: in know. the world, but yeah. Yeah. But, you know, in the Western world, man, woman, person, person, union, and then, uh, you know, there's like, ben- there's house and all these things. But, The day itself um, is um, it should be valued equally by both parties. One person shouldn't care more than the
0: other. So, since you are married, you went through you know planning a wedding. Well, I know you had to like postpone things a bit. Um, We both can't wait to
1: tell you that. Yeah, we
0: both we both got married during the pandemic, so it's a little crazy. Um, But. What advice do you have for couples who are currently in the midst of planning their day?
1: Shit. drink.
0: <laughs> drink! Seriously
1: if though, you don't Seriously. If you don't no. drink and you just eat <laughs> eggs or whatever you eat, um, then um, take a break, you know? Separate yourself from what you're doing. Like, I, I don't have notifications on, on my phone. I don't hear my phone beep. If I hear my phone beep, I get anxiety. I don't like it. Get it away from me. I don't care. I don't want a phone.
0: I haven't had my phone on a ring in like 10 years.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I heard that from uh, someone who was studying um, addiction and how it's like pulling a slot machine. You know, you you, you get the buzz, you check the thing. You don't, you think, and then you start thinking, you heard the buzz, like, did my phone ring? And then you check it. And that's weird. So um, the people who are planning the day, if, you know, drink to get a load off it's essentially just relax relax okay Mm -hmm. tomorrow it's a weird thing tomorrow will never come it's something that is always present it's really (laughs) bizarre it's a weird philosophy but ultimately just you can only plan so much eventually it's Mm -hmm. gonna rain or somebody's not gonna show up yeah you know and the the worst thing you could do when you're planning your wedding is forget the people who will be there on the day You're planning for them, you're planning for yourself. You're not planning for weather or the people who won't show up or the cake that isn't delivered. You're just, you're planning for um, um, just a good time. And just keep that attitude. It's not a a, uh, work function, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like it's not not a, uh, yeah, it's not Wall Street. It's just, it's a fun, it's a party. It's a
0: party. Keep it a party.
1: Even if you're wearing white and you're super traditional, now that's where the parents come in, because if there's parents involved, then it's like they bring their—that's
0: when you drink—and
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that, they bring their, they bring their ancest, their their biases yes. onto your modern kind of spin on what you want to do, and then it becomes like, well, now I'm just basically my mom's wedding now. <laughs> you know, you don't want that either. That's
0: definitely a big part can i um, tell you something quickly plan.
1: that you know i had a birthday recently and this is something that i think is important like you know my my family and i are or we're, we're we're individuals in the world together we're not like that's my dad you know what i'm saying he's just a guy a guy who happens to have the same name you know what i'm saying <laughs> so something that happened recently is um we I had a birthday and the candles were out and i didn't want to blow on the candles because coronavirus so Even i so? Um, it was my excuse.
0: I mean, it's fair. It's fair. It's valid. I just I, don't like that. But, I mean, you know? I, if,
1: it's my breath. So everybody else will suffer. I mean, <laughs> it's not I So it's not necessarily because I was worried about anything. It was <laughs> like I was trying to help out. But also I wanted to be kind of cool. So I blew out the candles with my hand. Mm-hmm. And my, uh, you know, I don't know she's 70, I guess now, uh, Nellie, uh, my dad's wife, um, said, no, light them again and blow them out. And I said, no, cause I didn't want to. But if you're getting married and your, your mom is like, oh, I think you should get yellow flowers. And you're like, yeah, but mommy here. No, yellow, that's what we did in the 40s or whatever. Then don't get yellow. It's your wedding. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you?
0: I, that's just bothers <laughs>
1: you so much. People grow up, they're like 45 years old. Their parents are knocking on, I was going to say Satan's door, <laughs> not Satan's door. Uh, not say uh, a guy or whatever, God or whatever. They're, they're getting up there. It's like, <laughs> just live your life. When are you going to move? When are you going to, uh, the umbilical is gone. You put food <laughs> in the mouth now. Oh, what is wrong with you? Grow up.
0: <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, I see so much just working on the venue side of the business and the planning side of the business. I feel like parents, when they're like flipping the bill or at least a portion of the bill, they want their, their full say. Um, and I never, uh, tr- <laughs> truly, uh. as somebody who works in the industry, but it was also a bride, I'm like, I don't understand like, why you want to, in a way, control your grown children's yeah. wedding day. But it's a big thing that we see. It's
1: important that we don't yeah. stereotype older people as though the moms do that.
0: There's younger parents too. Shh, sure,
1: yeah. (laughs) Uh, What I'm saying is like, because they're, you know, they think something is of value or, what what was it? I forget the thing you just said. Uh, They,
0: um... Like trying to control the day.
1: Yeah, they try to control the day, Mm -hmm. exactly. If they're doing that, it's an an individual, individual thing. They just happen to be older because they had kids and their kids have to grow up and right. they had, tend right. to be of a certain age but it's not don't apply that toward older people or um I think
0: it just controlling
1: comes, moms it's just yeah. that person
0: I think has it just comes a, down to like a thing about they it. also have like a vision and they like don't want to stray from that vision but at the end of the day I think it should just be the couple who is in a way like dictating what their day looks like. So, now that like coming back to like the fashion aspects for a second, because you are, you're the expert in this. What is something that you see more? Like when you have, you know, grooms, when you have any client who comes in here, what is it that they are looking for, for their wedding day? Do you see a mix? Do you see- Depends
1: the industry they work usually. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're in finance, they look for what, it, what everyone else is doing because when you <laughs> get a job in finance, you have to look like your peers mm-hmm. to not stand out because you don't want to offend the big boss, generally. Mm-hmm. So it depends on the industry. If they're in, um, in the creative field, then they usually don't know what they want, which is troubling. That's, those are the, those are the m- most fun appointments. But the uh, more like taxing... Well, I feel like when work, you're in the
0: creative world, you want to do something that will like stand out and be a little bit different.
1: Yeah, but if you don't know about specifically... I agree with you. But if you don't know specifically about menswear, what is that? So you got either a lot of questions or, or answers that you are looking for, but you don't know the question and it's up to me to figure out what you mean.
0: You know what I mean? <laughs> it, gets, it gets
1: complicated. Um, that's when you lean on the classics.
0: Imagine if you did womenswear. Now I like, I like
1: giving style advice to women a lot, because I mean, I'm a guy. I've been looking at women for 39 years.): <laughs> I mean, I, I probably look at women more than women look at women. So I, I've seen a lot of women in my life. <laughs> so just because I don't dress like a woman, I can still style one, I think. But or at least I could have uh, advice or um, an opinion. Um, we'll
0: have to do this again in a women's episode.
1: Are you kidding me? Oh my God, I love that.
0: Bring out all the dresses and be like, this or this?
1: If you want something funky, like the guy who's not finance and doesn't know a lot about menswear or whatever, then you you lean on the classics and you spin from there. Uh, If you have the guy who knows what he's doing, this is advice to guys who know what they're doing. Don't either tell me you know or um, shut up. Don't test me. (laughs) because it's obnoxious. I know what you're doing. Oh, well, what is this? Oh, doesn't it, isn't it actually? uh, Well, then how about you? We flip the sides. I'll buy the suit. You sell me the suit. How about that? (laughs) Because I can't stand it. Um, But, you know, if you're funky, it's fun. You know, I made a lot of weird tuxedos. And tuxedos are, what do you mean? It's black, right? No, tuxedo is the black satin on the lapel and the black stripe on the pant. That's it. Fucking orange tuxedos and weird bubbly you could wear a bubble fabric tuxedo as long as it has a satin lapel
0: wow that's a lot i haven't seen an orange tuxedo since my dad was in my aunt's wedding yeah yeah and it was orange like sherbert orange
1: you know who kills a tuxedo that's J- rough you know who kills a tuxedo jason momoa
0: Oh yeah, kills a tuxedo. I mean, I feel like put Jason Momoa in any outfit, you're doing okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, (laughs) tuxedo, a bathing suit. That's another thing. He's good.
1: That's another thing. That's that's the opposite. Now we get a lot of non-Jason Momoa types.
0: (laughs) No. Let's say those
1: guys, you know, carry their weight up front. Uh, (laughs)
0: Let's
1: say. Now, now the problem with those guys, if they're cool, they're like, all right, you know what? No kidding. If they're cool, they say, all right, you know what? I know I'm fat. I just need a big suit to, like, fit my fat body, right? And I'm like, dude, bro, cool, you're done. Make him a beautiful suit. He's gone. Everyone's happy. (laughs) If he comes in here and he's like, but he's he's big, dude. Uh, God made him big. I don't care. He's uh, of a circular (laughs) formation, let's say but he wants to look like Daniel Craig. You know how hard my job is at that point? I, I can't say, bro, dude, what are you doing? What are you doing? You mean you
0: don't tell him that he doesn't look no, like Craig? No, I can't.
1: I'm trying to be a nice guy here, but like, fuck, you're making it hard. <laughs> Why don't I look like a supermodel, dude? What the, f- you're not doing your job. I'm like, bro, bro
0: and I fucking die
1: inside. I die and I go home and I drink. It's not good, (laughs) it's not good. But, you know, just be honest with yourself, man. I can't, you know, you're gonna look great. But if you think you don't, it may not be my fault.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's out of your control.
1: (laughs) Do a little research.
0: Oh my God. (laughs) <laughs> you kill me
1: <laughs> So anyway
0: well first of all i want to thank you for coming on today's episode you kept it colorful like you usually do and um thank you for hosting me and hosting us here for my first but first of many live shows and i'm so happy you were the one to kick this off with me because I definitely don't know if I would have had the balls to do it without you. Truly, so you're the one, you're the reason behind this, and I really, really appreciate you.
1: That's really nice.
0: <laughs> um, I want you to tell everybody where they could go follow you on Instagram because you're just like you're kind of like me. Like you're like a man doing like so many things, you know. So where can things. everybody keep up with you?
1: Um, you know. That
0: was hard for you. This is hard first of, all, first of all, I want
1: to ask, you know, you are closing up shop right now by your, by your closure, and I want mm-hmm. to confirm with everybody if they're okay closing. Because if they're not, then we could just get more content.
0: Because
1: huh. I'm good. I could go off. I, of
0: I know you could. <laughs> <laughs> You want to bring somebody else in here? No, no, no. I'm just asking <laughs> if, if,
1: if, if, if you guys feel good this about stopping game. now or do you this want to keep chatting? Age, yeah. Yeah. I game. want to keep chatting. I'm not done.
0: You want to keep chatting? Yeah. Okay. All right. But You're, I will answer the right. question. I will wait, wait. answer the question. We, we can keep chatting. You choose the topic. Ooh. How about... Let's Ooh! Switch, let's switch this let, a little bit. I'm going to let you interview me.
1: All right. perfect. Yeah, but yeah. I will answer the question first.
0: Okay. All yeah, right. because tell everybody, you know, we pimp pe- we pimp people out on this podcast. Oh. Yeah, that's how this works. You know? Yeah. You know, we get opinion. the followers where's up. My cut? You know? where's my yeah, yeah, cut, Daddy? yeah. that's how this works. That's <laughs> oh, how this works. My cut? <laughs> All right.
1: Um, you know, regular Rolando is my Instagram, and I love that one because it's um, it's myself. You know, it's it's who I am. Rolanda Roblero is my name. That Instagram is my stand-up. And my stand-up is not myself. It's um, a really aggressive person. (laughs) And if you think this is a lot, (laughs) fucking don't even be there. Trust me. (laughs) Don't be there. Um, And that's it, really. You know, it's just, uh, you know, yeah, I'm a stylist, but... um, uh, You know... It's important that we just kind of, um... all right, I'm going to go down a little rabbit hole, all right? Just Bear a, with me. Just a small one? Bear with me. It's a small <laughs> one, but it's important, I think, and hopefully you guys think so as well, is um, that, you know, every, it took me a while, like I always been into skateboarding. I love skateboarding so much. I, I tried it. I fell. I didn't hurt. I kind of like fumbled, but I didn't hurt myself, and I thought I'm never doing that again. But skateboarding is the one thing that I think, like, I have, I have so much... I don't even have a respect for people who jump out of airplanes. I don't give a fuck. You're falling out of the sky. I don't care. But if you're standing on a board and you're doing this and then you flip it and you land on it, that's incredible. And you, sometimes you fall and your femur breaks in half. That's insane.
0: You couldn't catch me doing That's it.
1: insane. So, you know, as I started valuing um, skateboarding, um, I realized that, like, you really have to respect what other people do. Because you spend your, so much of your time and life mastering something that people either won't master because they don't care or they just never, they don't have the resources or whatever reason. They don't have the knowledge you have. And it's that, that transfer of knowledge that gives us general intelligence, that gives us intelligence in as a whole. So it's really important to value other people's work. That's a long-winded yeah. way for me to say value other people's work. Now, exactly what you said, I'm about to interview you and i it's because i'm not used I hope, to this hopefully but. my questions are good because i value your work because you know so i told you this earlier i told you like t- two three hours ago you know so much <laughs> you don't know how much you know and other people don't know either because they're not in the field and as we get older we stop we we let go of like kind of Hey, that's mine. Like, uh, you know, I'm going to take your coconut and I'm going to, that's my girl. You know, you let go of some of that. You shed some of that and you start valuing other people's work. And, um, that comes in thirties, probably forties, fifties. Uh, and so I, and you know, and as a stylist, and this is a big part, I'll end on this. Is that as a stylist, it's like a barber. Don't treat stylists like they are indispensable because we have so much knowledge from a place of general kind of learned knowledge, but also personal knowledge. Where like, I may style you differently from somebody else. You may not like my styling. Doesn't mean yeah. I don't know anything or know what you think is important.
0: Well, it's something just, I've like learned over time is like, you're not for everyone. Sure, you know? yeah. And I feel like in my 20s, that felt so like, oh God, like how could like I not work with this person or this or that, Like how could I not be for them? But now in my 30s I'm like, well, I'm not going to be for everyone. So, but it's
1: not so a negative. I, it's not no, a negative. No, no,
0: it's not. It's just
1: a matter of so, there are so many groups of people yeah. in the world that our tribes and our niches niches have become kind of more secular, uh, more kind of like a dome and if you're outside of that dome, it's not because the person won't welcome you into theirs. It's just that that's, you know, you only have so much time in the day. It's true. So, here we go. Get ready. I'm ready. All right, Estee Gordon. What's your last name?
0: Levin. Yeah. Levin. I'm Which Levin one is now. the birth name? Gordon. Yeah. So Estee Gordon. is the new one. Yeah, Would you Levin's ever swap those?
1: One. Would you be SD Levin Gordon?
0: I don't know. I, th- <laughs> I think it's already confusing enough if I'm Esti Gordon Levin. I don't know if I can switch. Now this it. is
1: a big part of bridal as well, or you know, wedding. Is like, yeah. Why not? You get what I'm saying? Why? I have to take the, like That's another thing. If you're in a white dress, you're probably changing your last name. Those two yeah, are very synonymous. I hear
0: that. Mm-hmm.
1: So, you know, there's like a, you hold on. I get well, it. Well, it's funny. Know.
0: Like growing up, I always thought like I would like change my last name. It was like a no brainer. And like as I got older and established in my career and things like that, I'm just like, oh God, like I'm like not going to be Esty Gordon. And like I'm the only daughter. So like.
1: How many daughters?
0: The, just me. I'm the only daughter. Oh, shit. How many brothers? <laughs> I have two brothers. So, like, yes, they will, like, continue on with, like, the Gordon last name. But I was just like, oh, God, this is so strange to, like, not have that last name. So, it's still strange. But you're But okay. I'm only married a year and a half. So, it might not feel as strange in, like, 20 years. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. Um, what do
0: you... <laughs> My poor husband What frustrates
1: audience. you... <laughs> what fr- frustrates you about... Um, Stubbornness of brides.
0: Um, I feel like when you work in the industry, you really know timelines of how people should do things that make sense for, like, the flow of not only the event, but, like, the guest experience. And when you do weddings, you're really focusing a lot on that guest experience. And sometimes if people don't take your advice on it, it's like... I don't want your your wedding to be a flop. I don't want it to be a flop with times that are too too quiet or too slow or too boring or a big lull or an awkward timing around speeches for food service. I mean, a lot of like what people know is I come from the food service end of the business. I come from venue management. So when it comes down to a timeline, I have that thing to a T to make sure that it's around food service so you're not like, Serving food while speeches are going on, or ser- serving food while dancing is going on—it just doesn't make sense. Hmm. Um, so I would say that's the only stubbornness. But I do think that most most couples are very like easy when it comes to your area of like expertise with the timeline, because truly, like they don't know. They don't know. Unless you work in the industry, you just don't know.
1: And oftentimes I've noticed, I've heard that like, oh, that speech went on for 40 minutes.
0: It's like, dude, cut the guy off. Well, I will (laughs) say this one thing about speeches though. Brides and grooms, couples in general, will always be like, we're only letting them speak for 30 seconds. I'm like, I'm sorry, but your dad is not speaking for 30 seconds. That guy's up there for a minimum. What's a good time? What's a good time? Like carve out like five minutes. I'm not saying that it will be that, but like carve it out. And if it's less, it's less.
1: That's a solid, that's a, that's a, so, that's a as, as a comic, as a stand up, that's a, that's a solid set. You get your first five, you're good. That's yeah. a lot. Not a lot of people could fill five, a good five, an entertaining five.
0: Yeah, I mean, and it might not be that one speech is five minutes, but you might have two back to back, you know, like carve out that time. If you're gonna sit here and be like, oh no, no, I'm, I'm giving everybody 15 seconds max.
1: So It okay. doesn't work that you way. You went in for the you, food, right? So, but did you expand past that to like general, you know?
0: Oh, yeah, we are. I mean, you got to go around food, toasts, toasts and speeches, mm. technically same thing. Um, yeah. First dance, parent dances. I mean, I'm going to say throwing of the bouquet and tossing the garter. People don't really do that anymore, but it happens once in a while. I'm How
1: fine. receptive are brides to uh, interruption? Do you if there's something's going on and you're like, Hey, you gotta fucking keep it moving? Like are they (laughs) are they I mean, I try I, I
0: do it pretty easily. But I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, so just going to, just, I think like, let's, let's speed this up just like a little bit. You know, I think it's all in the delivery. That's what I've learned. It's ah. all in the delivery. Oh. If the delivery is nice, you know, you know what I learned? A lot of people just want a lot of hand holding. They want a lot yeah. of like hugs and hand holding. I don't know if I'm exactly the person for that, but, but I've, I've found a way to be. I found yeah. a way to be. That's you know? something.
1: Okay. So, so. I don't know, what percentage do you think males are of the, um, what is it, wedding planner business? I will will say,
0: I will say more men are involved now than they were probably ever before. But I think also in today's generation, it's not so much of just the parents paying. The couple is somewhat involved.
1: No, the planner, the male planner. Like a male wedding planner? Not a groom.
0: Oh. A male
1: wedding planner. What percentage of the industry are male? What percentage are female by birth?
0: Ooh. That's a... I would say mainly female. Mainly female. But, but there are... Female. there. I mean, I 75, have worked... 25. I would say like 80, 20. 80, 20. Promptings. Yeah. I might even do... 90%. Yeah. So there's a good market out there for male yeah. planners, if anybody is like looking for that. But... I mean, no? That. No, you're not feeling that? Okay. <laughs>
1: I forget why I asked that. There was a reason though. It was something to do about like, cause I'm fascinated with like, you know.
0: You wanna go into planning?
1: Not at all. Wait, I could teach you. Oh, you know what it is? This is what it is, this is what it is. I remember, this is what it I think is, this is what it is. I
0: think you would be very unique I'm not good on a wedding it. day.
1: I'm not good at planning. Ask my wife. She, oh my God, it's a disaster. I'm like, oh fuck, I gotta go. When? In two minutes, I'm in my underwear. <laughs> it's a disaster.
0: Well, can I tell you on my wedding day? Yeah. Ira had eight and a half months to tell me what he wanted the band to play, but that morning he decided to send me a list, and I <laughs> and he's like, "You think the band could play these songs?" And it's like twelve songs. I was like, mm-hmm. "You know what? Yeah, sure." Here's a question, you for, you. Me? Here's a question for you. Are you
1: kidding me? I my mind's starting to get backed up here. My mind's starting to get backed up. All right, here's a question. That's great. Do you? Feel like your experience planning as a job um, gives you less patience with your husband when he doesn't plan like you?
0: Mm. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> you know, you know what? I feel like in a lot of ways you marry your opposite, right? So I feel like in my work life, I am like type A. I'm like type a, 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 you know, like, and I know that about myself, but in my home life, I'm actually a little bit more low key in the sense that I'm like, I'm tired. I'm chilling. I'm, I'm good like that. Who plans dinner? It's it's a shared effort. <laughs> it's a shared effort. My husband will say it's him, but sometimes it is me.
1: Do you feel like some things that you guys are planning, you just, just take control of it? Cause that's, yeah, just for sure. It. For sure. Yeah.
0: For sure, yeah, I definitely do. Um, but I think we're both like on the page like that. It's good like that. But I also feel like in certain ways, like my husband is like a planner, which I, in ways that I'm not. You know, like this is a man who needs three meals a day, two snacks a day, <laughs> needs to eat at this time. And if you and if you like look at me, I'm like, did I even I eat today? Question. I, I don't even know. You is know, dessert
1: is dessert a meal?
0: dessert, <laughs>
1: dessert. <laughs> is, it, is it breakfast dinner dessert or is it breakfast lunch dinner? well that's
0: a thing no there's a breakfast bonus. breakfast lunch dinner and dessert that's we'll meals. throw in another snack in there yeah a snack in between breakfast and lunch or lunch and dinner i know my husband not me right. i don't have time for that i remember other,
1: i remember the other the other the other point all right so you said that, you know, you gotta have a lot of patience or not patience, what was it? Um, you gotta, you, it's how you approach the bride. It's how yes, you approach Yes, it's the bride. your approach, yeah. Ask Kelsey Collins, my beautiful wife. <laughs> I, my approach is a mess. I, I'm a mess. <laughs> look, look, <laughs> when I talk, I talk with like almost like invisible fangs. You know, do you hear them? <laughs> listen to my voice. Go- it sounds like I'm Satan reincarnate. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> I'm not warm. I'm not cozy. I am, but like, listen. It's horrible, it's horrible. Now, that's why perhaps a guy being a wedding planner who, you know, if, if it is 2080 like you, you suggested, right? Um, uh, is it because just mansplaining? How fucking dare you <laughs> say that I need to stop my speech? I will say this,
0: the men that I know who plan, Aren't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think they are a little yeah. bit more like patient, you know. Yes. So I they have I, to be. You have to be in this field. I always say, like weddings, like to work in weddings, it's it's the mafia, you know. Like once huh. you're once you're in, you like cannot get out because it sucks <laughs> you in. Like it really does. It sucks you in. True. Um I mean, I could be working with a bride for eight months or. A year or two years or, like, 30 days. But whatever it is, it's like, you know, leading up, it's like, it's crunch time. I need to make it happen. Like, it's for this bride. It's for whoever. Like, it's just, it sucks you in. This world is. I love it. Me too. It's awesome.
1: Yeah. It's, awesome. it's kind of crazy. It's great. I
0: mean, you have to be a very certain certain type of person to work in this field. Shake it off. Yeah. So um, do you (laughs) want to
1: tell everyone about your new business venture? Because I would love to to talk about it. Because I would love to talk about it.
0: I haven't like made an announcement yet. <laughs> um,
1: I, I, I'm not gonna pressure you. I could switch subjects.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like yes. I'm gonna. I mean, not to, not to like, you know clickbait everybody, obviously, but definitely stay tuned. We have a, um, I have a few things in the works. Um, I'm like very fortunate that the new venture that I'm taking on, I have a partner. Um, she's here today, Luciana. So we are working on something together. And I think that was a big thing that was really missing for me. Um, I feel like I am very entrepreneurial. A lot of people know that about me. I have a lot of things like that I kind of have my hand in. They're all wedding industry related, but there's a few different avenues that I've taken over the years. But I think a lot of what's held me back in a way from like going full force is that it feels hard to do something when you don't have somebody to bounce ideas off of. Of course I have my family, of course I have my friends, but I need somebody else who really understands the vision that I'm trying to do in my work world the person that I am in my work world. Um, you know, I don't have any children yet. I'm married, but I don't have any children yet. And like my career has been my baby for the past 10 years. And it's something that I'm so passionate about. It's what I love. It's what I eat, breathe, and think about what? all damn day. Like it's, it's a love. Oh. <laughs> Um, it feels good to be doing it with a partner. I feel like I I needed that push, but I needed somebody I needed somebody to hold my hands. You know, I've been holding <laughs> other people's hands for a long time, but I needed somebody to hold my hand and like help me see something through. So, I am I'm excited and no clickbait, but like stay tuned. It's, it, it's exciting. Yeah.
1: I think whatever, whatever you do, whatever you're doing, whatever you're going to do, as long as the, um, uh, care and standards are in place where, you know, you don't let the, uh, original thought or the care that you put into the original idea. Disappear with every angry customer, or yeah, you know, or uh, that's a big that's a big thing too. Yeah,
0: it's a big thing too. Um, I think not just in this field, but really in any field. When if somebody is disappointed or that you don't click with somebody right away, it might feel um, like a downer, you know, especially in business. But I think. Everything is like learning experiences. And I i mean, a lot of people in this room know, but like I have had a lot of jobs, like yeah. too many, if you ask me. And, um, and too many and, yeah. and, but everyone has brought forth like major, major learning experiences and I have no regrets because it's brought me to where I am today. And learning so many different sides of the business has now brought me to the point where I feel confident enough to set sail on my own, on my own venture. It. Yeah.
1: I love it. Um, thank you. <laughs> thank
0: you.
1: All right, let's do little closing words. Closing words.
0: Closing words. Well, first, I want to thank you for having me
1: yeah right Um, (laughs) change that change (laughs) that I don't like purple I don't like purple okay but it's
0: you know it's a color that would be red that would be red I'm I'm really more of a red person too to be honest with you but I feel like I don't know it just purple and pink just I feel like it just worked it just worked (laughs) Um, and then I want Everybody to go follow, at Rolando, at regular Rolando. We are trying to pimp him out a little bit more. You know, I told him about the importance of social media. It's so hard. It's like a full-time job over here. But, you know, I told him, I was like, listen, I'm not your marketing manager or anything, but, like, we got to, like, we got to, like, spruce this up a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, I think that this is just the beginning of, like, a very exciting journey. Mm -hmm and we'll take this show on the road, mm-hmm. which I'm very excited about. This is mm-hmm. just the beginning. So I wanna thank all of you guys for coming out today, for supporting me, supporting Milango. Um, I know it's kind of random, but I'm just, I'm trying something new and it's very scary to like put yourself out there. Um, actually like deathly scary for some mm-hmm. reason. I mean, I had plenty of sleepless nights, but I'm like, you know what? I just have to rip the bandaid and do it. So I'm doing it, and I'm glad that I was able to do this first show with Mm -hmm. you. I really appreciate it. Um, And, of course, you know, I'm going to give a little plug. You know, if you guys aren't already following me on Instagram at The Bride for, like, all fun facts on the wedding industry and, like, ways to save money on your special day and um, having the best in the business... Please go follow me at The Bride Tender. (laughs) You know, it's just part of the, it's part of the spiel, you know, so I can't dismiss it. I love that word. We put out a new episode every single week, um, usually on Wednesdays. So luckily you guys got like an inside scoop on this one, but it will go out in next week's episode for everybody who wasn't here um, and everybody who, you know, listens, uh, listens on their car ride. Yeah. And, um, you know.
1: So I'll say something to the camera then. Which one is it? This one? Yeah. The middle one? <laughs> What's this one, or oh, this one?
0: We, we break the fourth wall here, you know?
1: The <laughs> amount of people in that device is obscene. It's, it's way into the future, beyond any of our lifetimes. So to be able to record this is a, is a value, true value. <laughs> That's crazy, the way I talk is insane. My wife fucking hates it. I talk like this all day. All day. (laughs) Sometimes she's like, shut the fuck
0: up. Shut up.
1: (laughs) Um, Ultimately, you know, uh, if you're a groom, care, hug your wife, love her, know how much she has probably been thinking about her wedding, regardless of to whom she's marrying uh, and your wedding together um, and put down the PlayStation controller um, tell your friends to fuck off and uh, hug her, love her, listen to her thoughts, what you know, or what she wants to share, and uh, and and produce the day together as best you can. If she's a little controlling, just shut the fuck up, <laughs> shut up, oh, my just God. let her do her thing. You know, don't say shit. Get in the corner, play PlayStation. Um, but ultimately, be involved because if you're not involved, honestly. The rest of us, us being my types, are looking at you and shaking our heads because you need to get your act together because you look like a boy, a boy amongst men. <laughs> so get your act together, love your wife, dress well, and um, and if you don't listen to the Bride Tender Podcast, I don't know how you're listening, how you're hearing my words right now, if you aren't. <laughs> you but, better be
0: listening to the podcast.
1: But listen to it because, you know, there's a lot of industry people out there who You know, are are saying some good stuff, but they're beholden to. uh, I don't know a uh, a certain specter of of kind of communication. You know, there's like a level of like if you go outside of that, you get a little funky for certain departments. And um, uh, uh, SD right now is is the most honest uh, person I know talking about bridal, which isn't. (laughs) My, 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 my book isn't that big, but, um, (laughs) you know, it's not generic and, um, it's, um, uh, it's a true asset. SD is a true asset to the bridal industry and, um, and, and I can help you put on a tie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'll end this on a PG note, which is enjoy the process of planning your wedding and For all the grooms out there who are looking to look sharp on their wedding day, please let Rolando dress you, okay? Okay.